Hello. Class of cannabis. It's been a glorious year. I want someone in here to stand to their feet and tell me their best way to smoke. Who will it be? Oh, you right here. What's your name, girl? Not him. It don't really matter when we all agree. What's your best way to smoke? Cause I'm rolling, I'm rolling, I'm rolling, I'm rolling, I'm rolling it up. Smoke like I ain't had enough. What's your best way to smoke? your best what's up with y'all out there this is the best way to smoke podcast and you smoking with big j and serpo jr make sure you hit the like button subscribe and tell a friend share the video yeah yeah we'll definitely share the video and you know we want to shout out all the subscribers like serpo said hit the subscribe button we appreciate all the, the subscribers that we have and the viewers that's, that tune in and check us out as we grow, this is only the start of what we're doing, you know, on our best way to smoke journey. Much so, love, much love. Yep, yep. So, look, we want to get into the best way to smoke tip. So, this is the tip for uh, for this show. Dental hygiene is important. So, if you smoking with other people, you know what I'm saying, brush your motherfucking mouth. Brush your teeth, you know, use the um, the mouth rinse. Make sure you ain't got no white shit on your lips. You know what I mean? If you smoking by yourself... By all means, you know, don't brush your teeth before you smoke, cause that's all on you. But don't don't go out to the session, go out with the homie, or go out with your peoples, and uh, you ain't even brushed your teeth yet. Motherfucker, come hit the blunt with all that hum, huh? <laughs> man, <laughs> hum on <laughs> a whole so, yeah, bunch. Yeah, man, I can agree to that, man. I'm pretty sure don't nobody want to, you know, what I'm saying, be in a session with a partner, friend, whoever the heck, you know what I'm saying, probably even yourself, you know what I'm saying, you hit your weed, you know what I'm saying, you like get that hum, that's probably why certain people blunts keep going man, out. Man, and then that's, that's why that's why a lot of people don't like to smoke, like I don't smoke with everybody, you know, mm -hmm. primarily, you know, weed blow, you know what I mean, a couple other family members though, but I really don't smoke with too many people, I like to smoke by myself mainly, you know, because I know where my lips been and I could take it, you know what I'm saying, where my lips been. I find that to be true. Yeah, uh, and then sometimes though, even you know, when I smoke with people, I put it on it like the tip, use my fingers as a little filter. Yeah, keep it off, keep it off a of nigga lips. And shit. Yeah, we'll let y'all know. <laughs> we'll know about that tip. You know what I'm saying? A little bit later. For real though, for real though. So um, yeah, today we're gonna talk about different cannabis bills that's you know that's in in the process of taking effect and how it's gonna affect people and you know just basically our opinion on that. Mm -hmm. On what's gonna happen. So the first one we talking about is the uh, what's the bill? Uh, I think it was like the twenty six ninety one. Can you pull was, that up for us? It was in the High Times magazine. Yep, in the High Times article. Yeah, the kind of the California Legislative Panel approves bill for cannabis farmers market. That's let me put it up right here, so I'm be a little bit closer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But what this bill is, it's like. It's allowing small farmers. I ain't talking about no big old farmers or whatever it may be, but if you're a small farmer and it's like you're taking care of your business, you got all your little stuff together, your little taxes and this, that, and the other, and you're a small farmer, you got action at these little pop-up farmers markets to right. like get out there and like let your product be seen. Most definitely. Let your product be tested. You know what I'm saying? Let it be noticed out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So with this... Well, what they uh, assembly bill right twenty six ninety one that's a that's another opportunity for small farmers, right? It, it, it's 
Yeah, I think it's it's definitely a good thing. The, the farmers just gotta, the growers just gotta get through certain hur hurdles. They gotta mm -hmm. pad, you know, be able to um, get the permits to be able to go to the farmers' events and um, sell their products and stuff like that. Though, and it's it's always the the thing around cannabis right now before it's legalized or decriminalized on a federal level. It's always gonna be some kind of hurdle around it. It's never going to just be straight laced to where you can get into something and, you know, and just really make it happen. Because as, as we've seen over time, it's a lot of businesses that's legal that still go through the, the bullshit, get raided and stuff like that. And growers, mm -hmm. you know, in that same token that get caught up and, and the police come take your shit, take your crop and stuff like that. And like you were saying earlier, when we was talking about it earlier, that, um, the 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 acre it has to be less than the acre that's grown, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we're gonna get into that one right there too, though. But look, in the, inside the same article that they presenting to us, that if you're a small farmer, you're able to present your product out here in these little farmers market. But later on in this article, it tell you like um, at some of these special events, it it says you have to be licensed, mm -hmm. you have to be uh, like like pretty much operation like operating as a small, small. legitimate form. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But it says down here, it's like uh, under current regulation, growers can participate in cannabis special events, but are not permitted to sell directly to consumers. Right. So right. If I'm going to this farmer's market and this farmer right here has this product right here and he can't sell directly to me. Right, you know what I'm saying. So why would they present this shit too? Right, right. That that's the part that kind of got me when I read it. Like, yeah, like how y'all gonna say I can bring my product to this to this um, market, but I mm -hmm. can't actively sell my product. It has to be sold through a legal dispensary. Yeah, and that's like you know what I'm saying. That's when wordplay come into it. You know what I'm saying. It's like like it's not to take nothing from anybody, but it's like that's why it's cool to like once. These little assembly bills, these legislations, all these stuff come out that you share with a friend. You know what I'm saying? You right, chop it up with a right. friend to get like different perspectives are, you know what I'm saying, to get a solid meaning of something. Yep. Like you say, you know what I'm saying? You got to get your product from a legal dispensary. Yep. I'm not coming to you as no dispensary. I'm coming to you as a small farmer. A farmer, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like that's just a little, a, a little small something that's noted within the article. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like you dig through it, you'll be able to see like what's what and this, that, and the other. Right, and and it make you think like, damn, am I just supposed to come present my shit and then say, oh, it's gonna be sold at this at this dispensary, or what? Are we uh, are we passing out cards for the dispensary where our product is? Because if you a small grower and you legal, you obviously are have the ability to sell to dispensaries. So. Maybe um, that's an aspect of it, though, you know, but if people are interested in finding out more about it, you know, it's a, it's a lot of information out there that you could dig in, you know, and get into and find out more about that. If you're looking to get into growing at yeah. some at some point, because this is definitely something that you would need to know. Yeah. And just to piggyback off of that, like how you said, if you want to get into it, like within the same article as well, to qualify for special event re, uh, for these special events. A cultivator must be licensed to grow cannabis by the DCC. And the DCC is the Department of Cannabis Control. Yep. The cultivator also may not have more than one acre of cannabis under cultivation. 
You know what I'm saying? So they letting you know right there that's the cap. You know what I'm saying? So if you got, we were just going to say 99 acres. That's not, you don't have 100 acres. You don't have, well, not 99 acres. Right, right, <laughs> you just, right. Say so you got less than that acre. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're not reaching that threshold. So now you just have the ability, you know what I'm saying, to get out there and get your product at these farmers markets. Long as you license, everything is legit. You know what I'm saying? As far as your growers part. Right. And you got less than an acre. You can get out there and you can handle your business. Right. Can right. I throw something in on that? Yep. All right. So yeah. So looking at that, this is how I see it. If you if you go buy furniture right now, right? Mm -hmm. You go to this big ass place, it's a big huge warehouse. You see the things you like, you go in there and you say, Okay, I, I like this couch, I want this with that, blah, blah, blah. Right. After that, it ain't like you can just take it off the showroom floor. Right. They have to deliver it to you, right? Right. So so in a way, it's almost like they're saying it's almost like a showroom, right? Like a cannabis showroom. Right. So I guess the one positive you can take from it is that the grower, by showing their product there as a thing, can then push people to that grower's retailers. So now right, grower's, the dispensaries, like yeah. I was saying. Yeah. So the grower is now supporting the retailers. And yep. so that's I guess that's one positive that we can take from that. Yeah, most definitely, yeah. most definitely. And that's that's our producer, that's the owner of the podcast place. That's our boy Solomon right there, man. Shout out to Solomon. Yep, yeah. I got cheers. <laughs> for no, sure, that's for sure. Cool. That, that, nice. That's cool, though, because you see, as we're sitting here just discussing little small parts of this article, it's like, you know what I'm saying, that's a good point you can take from it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, even though this is like, like a small former yep. event, it's like you're getting your product out there, and you're just like how you say, you may have action at something bigger. You know yep. what I'm saying? So therefore, it's like it's opening doors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's and that's cool though. But then think about like think about it like this too. From the flip side, you know, like we go to the festivals and shit like that, right? Certain festivals, even like back in the days. And if your shit's sitting out there in the sun all day, that shit gonna dry up. The product ain't gonna be the fucking same and shit though. You know what I mean? That so do you? Uh, you know, I'm wondering if they taking something that look good but a little lesser uh, of what what it is out there because you don't want to take no product and out there to ruin it from being in the sun. Yeah. All day drying it out, and then I, you know what I mean. You can't sell it. I take it as if like, all right, you know what I'm saying. If it, if it is like that, if you popping up to this farmer's market, you know what I'm saying. Like this is now they 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 this was presented on the 28. You know what I'm saying. So you know. But if like if this is now say this is the third and we go to one of these markets right here and then you got this former this former and that former right. but this former right here your shit dried out you knew you was coming to this spot you know well, what I'm saying so you as a former should take the proper or the necessary steps to keep your flower keep or your right. produce yeah. or your product you know what I'm saying fluffed up yeah you know what I'm saying so it's like if you see that that's like you know what I'm saying pay attention to your bud. Yeah, you know that's man? true. No, hey, but look, nothing beat them UV rays, though. But look, <laughs> though, but look. But yeah, but that's true, though. You could have a little bit out there on display mm -hmm. and maybe keep. I mean, because obviously if you're not allowed to sell none, it's, it, you really don't need a lot. You don't really have to bring a lot. So, yeah, that's true. You could have a little sample of every all the different stuff that you got just to maybe show people and stuff like that, though. But even with that said, it can still dry out, and that smell won't be as potent when you open it and smell it like, oh, let me smell it. Oh, damn. What if it has to be packaged? You know what I'm saying? Well, if that's like, because we only glance through the article with you guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we encourage you. That's in the High Times Magazine. 
Well, like, let, let me get the, what, what's the gentleman's name who wrote the uh oh, Can you pull article? it up for us again? A.J. Harrington. It's right. an article by A.J. Harrington about the cannabis, but California legislative panel approved bill for cannabis farmers market. It's in the High Times magazine. Check it out. It's a lot of good information up in there. It's like, I'm not going to go through it and tell you all of it. I just encourage you to really go through and read it. It's a lot of good information up in there. Some, you know what I'm saying, for you to spark up with your little 420 partners. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you was thinking about, like, growing, right, getting into growing, w would this be something that discourage you or would it be something that make you want to say, fuck it, I'm jumping in? Nah, it wouldn't discourage me. And it's like, no, I won't be jumping in. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, all BS to the side, if I get the growing, it's going to be for my own personal usage. Right, right, You know what I'm right. saying? I don't, think, I don't think I'll be growing to, like, put off for everybody else. Right. In that aspect. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I know what I like, and I like it to be like maybe a hobby or something for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I get it. That'll be my bud. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, sir, right. what you smoking on? Nigga, that surf OG. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like if I was a, if I was a, a farmer, a, a small grower, I would, I would take it as a, as a good opportunity. And I, you know, I would do it in that, in that direction as far as just, you know, if that's the if that's the move, I would have my samples. You know, have some good samples out there. But I'll take it as a good way to get my product out there. And like Solomon said, you know, to kind of advertise it and and let them let them know where it's being sold at. You know, to that that helps out. That's like a way of networking too, and it helps mm -hmm. out the business. You know, it helps us out. You know, we out here promoting. So I I think for me, I would I would be happy with that. You know. Yeah, that is is swinging that way, and and just even to see like just a little bit like about the taxes because we've been talking about t the taxes a lot lately mm -hmm. and stuff, and just you know I read an article about some things that they're trying to do with the taxes now as far as you know kind of giving back to a lot of dispensaries from taking them hits from the taxes because you know they went up in January, you know twenty twenty two they went up what to fifteen percent or went up fifteen percent more, so. It's it's uh, it's constantly a tax right now, and you know like like that's that's kind of killing the dispensaries and killing some some dispensaries and killing some growers, mm -hmm. and you know and just kind of discouraging them. And we always want to highlight that too because that's the that's the part that people don't see. You see a lot of people out here, companies out here selling weed and um, selling different cannabis products and stuff like that, yeah. but you really don't know the background and really what they you know probably going through right now with. The, the way that it is and the way things are being taxed. Real talk. You know? So, so it's like with the taxes, it's like, I'm, I'm like, I didn't see it, but it's like the taxes that you're talking about, it's like as far as like what, like selling a product or getting a tax back for the product. Like getting it, getting it, like getting a tax back for the product, like um, not necessarily for the product, but. For the services being done. Right, right. Different, just different aspects of, what you doing with your business and stuff. Certain things will probably be an extra write-off or yeah. something like that to be I able to save the thing, money you know? or, you know, yeah, where they get some money back, extra money back. I believe that to be like a step forward, you know what I'm saying, for like people in all aspects of the industry, whether you dispensary, grow, or whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying, because it's like if you're putting in work to promote your dispensary for people to come in and get your product, and if you're the grower, you know what I'm saying, to like produce this old good stuff for the dispensaries to put the little stuff out there and things like that. Right. So you're getting, you're getting like pretty much paid for your services. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's another step forward. 
You know what I'm because it's like it's going to open different doors then because a lot of people get returns back deposit my stuff into my bank. You don't got to give me straight cash. You know what I'm saying? I don't need no check. Deposit into my bank. Either which way is going to the bank. So it's like stuff is opening up. So I, I like I take that as a cheer. Most definitely. And we want to tell y'all out there, man, check us out at www.bestwetersmoke.com. You know, we got dope merchandise, you know, best weather smoke hats and, and, you know, different merch and different information on there about the latest cannabis events and all that good stuff. You know, I had to put that out there for y'all. Best way, you know. Hit that like button. Hit the like button. Subscribe and tell a friend. <laughs> but yeah, though, it's, um, it's, it's the way of life for a stoner, right? Mm -hmm. To get up in the morning. You know, smoke a fat one. Like when you wake up in the morning, do you like to just instantly blow after you brush your teeth, though? Yeah. Or do you like to instantly blow, or do you um, do other stuff before you blow? Like have your breakfast first, or do you blow before breakfast? <laughs> if I open it up, you gonna be honest with the best way to smoke? For sure, for sure, for sure. All right, no bullshit. Like I get up, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like do my. It's, it's a habit, you know what I'm saying? Brush a little grill, wash a little face, you know what I'm saying? Walk, check the house. I mean, everybody in the house, I'm the first one up. Yep. Fix my coffee. I call it just my kahawa, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's coffee in Swahili, you know what I'm saying? So I go and fix my little kahawa. While that's going, I'm rolling my blunt. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's how my morning off, my morning smoke be like, I'm on my porcelain throne, drinking my coffee, smoking my blunt. Knocking him down, knocking him down. That's right. <laughs> hey, and that'd be your best way to smoke in the That's morning. Best, that man, that gets the date going. If I don't like, like literally, if I don't be able to get that in that, like in that smooth motion, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It'd be a whole lot of shit, like kind of like off. Yeah, so like okay, so you say you fuck with the coffee and the tree, right? And you smoke indica, and the coffee is supposed to get you up. <laughs> so how you be you be like buzzing like a bee around? Like how you how you be a... <laughs> No, you know what I'm saying? See, like like Which one saying? take more effect? Um I say both. Yeah. I say like, you know what I'm saying, it's both because it's like I get the high that I want. You know what I'm saying? It's like I got the spark that I want. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that lets me be high doing what I'm doing. Right, you know right, what I'm right. I'm focusing, I'm functioning. You know what I'm saying? You want to fucking that coffee that? up, though. <laughs> <Yeah, man. laughs> <laughs> On the real though, man. That's yeah. that, that's what's up, though, man. That's your best way to smoke, man. Coffee so look, we bud. gonna get back into the um, what'd you say? Coffee and bud. Coffee and bud. Look, we gonna get back into the assembly bill. So this one is um seventeen oh six. Can you pull up the other article? Hold on, time out before we go. We gotta ask Big J, man. What's your process when you get up and you go and smoke your bud? <laughs> oh yeah, right, right, right. Get past right. That. So you know, this what I do, man. I get up, I, I uh, go brush my teeth and all that good shit. You know what I'm saying? Wash my face, and then I roll up. Sometimes I usually have something rolled up from the night before, or something uh, like you know half or something, and I just go you know blaze that up. That's it, and get, and get kick-started. But to keep it 100, sometimes when I'm busy, I probably don't smoke until the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know, when I've really got a lot of stuff going on and, and, I, and I'm moving, um, sometimes I don't, even, I don't even blow until I just can sit down and relax. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I, then I find my best way to smoke. Yeah. 
I agree with that. Like, I think that one, you know what I'm saying, one rolled up from the night before. Yeah. I think a lot of people can attest to that right there. Like, you know what I'm saying, I went to sleep smoking this. I put it out. You know what I'm saying, I wake up. This is just my spark. It was already right there. Mm-hmm. And it be tasting good, too, though. That You know what I mean? That's that We call them leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> That's them leftovers, though. But look, Hi, Assembly Bill 1706, you know, it's, it's the criminal convictions. Can you tap into it? Yes, yes. Yep, you can. Um, bam. Yeah, you can. Um, you can. You can tap. Oh, you tapped into it? Oh, yeah. He in there. Okay. So yeah, this this bill basically, if this bill passes, it'll basically push um, a lot of criminal co convictions to like you'll get reduced time, or get your case dismissed. So, you know, we we've been talking about this for a long time because mm -hmm. to the best way that we 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 two brothers that have been through the system at some point in our lives and stuff like that. So um we understand how that shit feel and how it is to kind of go through that situation. And like we talked about before, you know, you just imagine how a person would feel sitting in prison or sitting in jail. And you look on the news, you look, you sit in your cell, you look on the TV and you see um, people celebrating cannabis, you know, celebrating mm -hmm. smoking weed on the news. That shit, that shit is, that shit, that shit will hurt. You know what I mean? That shit will hurt you sitting there locked up. So that's something that's big to the best way to smoke show to mm -hmm. me and Serpo. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's bigger than making a profit. It's more about people having a freedom and you know they can't get that time back that they didn't get with their families. They didn't have with their families, but mm -hmm. just to be able to get out, get that shit knocked off. And I believe it should be some kind of reparations for people that went through that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. It should be some something, something to help them along the way. That's what the Moore Act. You know, we talk about the Moore Act all the time, and that's some something that's in that bill mm -hmm. to say like you know people that was convicted of crimes to where. I mean, convicted of cannabis crimes to where, you know, they'll get released from um, prison and they will have opportunities. You know, that's something that's in that bill. Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's another it's another bill. Um, I forget the 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 the, um, the Senate member that came up with this bill, but it um, is just kind of opposite to where it's no more federal regulation on weed. They just let each and every state you know, operate how they want to. Mm -hmm. So I, I I feel like this, though. I got to find out more about that bill, but I feel like if if that's a if that's a, a, another way to go, I think that's that's good, too, though. Yeah. You know, to leave it up to states, because, you know, the state we in, California, you know, it, shit, it's going <laughs> to be nice out here if it go that yeah. way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's definitely going to yeah. be regulated and taxed the way it is, you know what I mean, but it's still it's still gonna be a better it's gonna be a better flow for it. Yeah, and I believe you know what I'm saying these are topics that should like stay relevant. You know what I'm saying, like throughout the state. You know what I'm saying throughout the country. You know what I'm saying because it's like <clears throat> you still have people that's like doing time now behind marijuana charges from back then. Even though we speaking about bills to where it's like they're gonna like look at resentencing overturn certain sentences, yep. you still have people, men and women, like, you know what I'm saying, trapped behind them bars, behind, like, small dosages of marijuana. 
Like I just got through watching like I like I forget the name of the documentary, but I've been watching a lot of little weed documentaries. You know what I'm saying? And it was this one brother, like like I, it was like he was describing it's like, man, it's like barely two joints. You know what I'm saying? Joints, meaning like, you know what I'm saying, zags, papers. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 and that's what his family. Was it the dude in New Orleans? I believe so. Yeah, the one you, know you put me up on. I forget I think the, the grass gr- is greener. greener. Yeah, you know yeah. The grass yep, is greener. Yep, yep. And it's like, and the, and the brother did over 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Never mind what what other background issues this brother done had. You yep. know what I'm saying? But for two joints, you know what I'm saying? If you sit there, you see his sisters, you know what I'm saying, and his mom there. Yep. You see like the love that they actually have for their brother and the son. You know what I'm saying? And you can actually see the hurt. Yep. Behind, you know what I'm saying, two joints. Yep. Like, like, are you serious? Cause I, yeah, cause over I, ten yeah, years. Cause I think they gave him like like 20 something years or some mm-hmm. shit like that, though. But if he did 10 years on good time, he'll yep. have action at getting out. I think he he only had like nine years and some change of good time. So that's when they that's why they kept him in. And then that's I, that, that that shit was that shit was touching though. Yeah. But if you think about it. It's so many stories like that, man. Mm-hmm. It's so many stories like that, and that shit got to change, man. It's just, it's a, it's like a form of, um, you know, just like you think about, you know, we always get into our, you know, our little talks and stuff though mm-hmm. about, you know, black issues like slavery and stuff like that mm-hmm. though. Just real quick though, and it just makes you think about when prisons was created. You know what I mean? Like after slavery was so called abolished, that's when prisons was created to, you know, keep the slavery going because they would imprison people and make mm-hmm. them, you know what I mean? Like, that shit is, it's, it's just a trip, though. How it's, and it's still all connected, though. The way things go, the way they legalize shit, the way they regulate stuff, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, in our communities and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why from time and time again, long as this, this is going on until we actually, like, get this put in stone, Best way to smoke, we're going to keep coming at you with certain, like, you know what I'm saying, each little hurdle we get over. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 one, it's one hurdle closer to the finish line. Yeah, so we want to we wanna ask Solomon, so what you think about that, somebody being convicted of uh, having one joint and getting, or two joints and getting 20-some years in prison? Well, there's a couple of schools of thought, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to approach it more from the universal perspective, right? Because some people could say, well, those were the laws of the time. He broke the laws of the time. The sentence he got was the sentence of the time, right? right. But at the same time, you know, there's the reality of life, right? right. And that's what you're talking about. That um, now if, if all of a sudden that has become legalized and you would not be, uh, you know, even arrested for that same offense, there should be, at the very least, um, these people should be, um, their, their cases should be retried. Because like you said, so well, there, there might have been some other insinuating circumstances. Maybe this was a second strike or, mm-hmm. or right. something like that. Or maybe there's an association with something else. So it couldn't be just this blanket, let's just release them all. It'd have to be something where they'd retry those cases. Um, now, that's when, of course, that's where, of course, you get into, like, the difficulty, right? Because at the end of the day, the average consumer does not want a criminal out on the streets. That's the way they look at it. So right. it would take a lot of, a lot of people saying, Hey, you know, this is not an average criminal. This is someone who should do that. And it's it's just like anything else. It's gonna take media coverage and and people speaking out to get these individual cases to go. And that's probably what'll happen. It'll be individual people right. who then will, you know, sort of open the floodgates to allow other people to do it. But 
they're going to go into a kicking and screaming. They're not just going to start saying, okay, well, you know, you're right. Let these people go because more than likely they're going to figure these guys were probably doing something else illegal. So right. you know, we got to do it case by case. Right. Right. And, and, and yeah, like, and like they said, it's, it's people who, who it, it has to be like just a weed, just weed. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have a, like a violent background also, or have assaults or different stuff like that on your background. But I just think, you know, the excessive time, if you're being charged with something, if it's just the weed, whether you have priors or a background for two joints to get that amount of time, like he was saying and like his family was saying, that shit was just wrong. And 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 like I said, that's down south, though. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot different than up here. So it's more to it than just two joints. And it's, yeah. and I'm and I'm saying it's more to it, not necessarily in the way of him having more um, different convictions or priors and shit like that. It's more to it, you know, for the skin color and shit like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Especially in them areas, because it's like think, you know, what I'm saying back in them times, it's like I done did a little a little background digging and stuff like that down in New Orleans. You know, what I'm saying in the South period, like jazz was popular. You know, what I'm saying among, oh yeah, most definitely among you know, what I'm saying black folks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And jazz, you know what I'm saying, it's like in the earlier times, it's like even now, is music to your ears, really. It's soothing to the ear. The documentary. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like and it's like, yeah. and it attracts all, all forms of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the joy of it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like when like the 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 the, the Caucasian women, the white women come in, you know what I'm saying, they get just dancing and having fun. That can all it can be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just dancing yeah. and having fun. But the next person, meaning the white man or whatever it may be, is going to take it as something different. That's when some of these laws started to get put into play. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, this drug right here is going to alter the mind of so-and-so. So therefore, it's like, nah, we need to abolish this right here. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it, may, it, it has some roots coming in from that area and stuff like that. But it's like... Just how you say, regardless of what your past and stuff may be, I can be like really legit right now. Like been like working, doing whatever it may be, building buildings, you know what I'm saying, inspecting buildings, welding stuff, whatever right, it may be. Right. But I just choose to smoke weed. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So if I'm on my way home one day or whatever it may be, I'm not smoking while driving, you pull me over, I got a joint. And I end up doing ten over ten years. It's over 10 years. I'm just not staying, like, like I'm not, like, remembering the exact time. You right. know what I'm saying? But it's over that. 10 years is a whole lot, bro. Right. Uh, yeah, I think it, it, like, it was like 20 years, and if he had 10 years of good time, he can get out. But then he had, he, he had nine years. I mean, it's rules you got to follow, okay. But he had nine years and some change, almost 10 years of good time. Not quite the 10 years. So... They sent him back to do the other, the remainder of the ten years. It's unfair. How are you gonna send somebody to the belly of the beast and expect them to walk a straight line? You don't know what goes on up in there. You can't watch over all these man. inmates at one time. Man, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And I'd rather like, man, you finna come get me. I, I, I guarantee you. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna fight for my fucking life. Right. So, and then what I'm thinking with the, um. Reduce time with the part that said it said dismiss some cases mm-hmm. and reduce the time for some people. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking with the reduced time, it might be extra charges that might be on that on that case to where you probably just instead of getting out, 
All right, probably just quantity, get, right? Quantity, right? Like what you was caught with. Some people may have been caught with some pounds or something, right? Right? You know yeah, saying? yeah. yeah that's true too. Yeah, like, you know, what I'm saying an ounce or joint Most or definitely. so. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying it could it could be that route. Right, right. But I remember like back in the days in Compton, right? You get cracked with a little bit of weed, a, a blunt, a, even like maybe five grams, an ounce, maybe. Sometimes the police would just take your take your weed and tell you to get the fuck on. I ain't gonna lie, like, like in the projects that time, they used to get our little bags of weed. Dope. <laughs> they used to get our little bags of weed and just dust it all out. That happened you know to me before, yeah. You yep. know what I'm saying? And keep it pushing. <laughs> like, that's janky. <laughs> On the real. But, and then sometimes they'll take that shit and keep that and, and smoke it they sell. But I would rather that <laughs> any day, you know what I'm saying, than getting like booked and like doing something for a plant. You know, yep. continue to call it. It's a, it's a plant that just so happened if you strike fire to it, yep. you get, get you giggly, hungry, and all of that old good stuff. On the real, <laughs> on the real. So look, another topic, uh, another bill we're gonna talk about is Assembly Bill twenty eight forty four. Can you pull that one up for us? That's that's about the cannabis catering. Hmm. So it's basically like saying, okay, people that's hosting private events. You have to have some kind of licensing if you're selling or if you're allowing people to sell cannabis at your event. So, like I say, this bill would add acting as a cannabis caterer for a private event to the definition of a commercial cannabis activity. So that's like, you know what I'm saying, if you had a little event or whatever it may be, and it can be just more than bud, you know what I'm saying, it can be like your little brownies, you know what I'm saying, little candies, mm -hmm. your little juices, so all kind of stuff like that. That's what this right here is, is it's allowing people to get a license or a permit to put those type of products right. out. Now look, you say number one, access to the area where cannabis consumption is allowed is restricted to persons 21 years of age or older. Number two, cannabis consumption is not visible from any public place or non-restricted area. And three, sales of consumption of alcohol or tobacco is not allowed on the premises. So, I like that. Right, so basically what it's saying is at the events, no alcohol, is just weed. You know, it's I just- like that. And that's cool though, cause you know, you got shit like this though, like the weed drinks. Mm -hmm. And stuff, you know, it's all kind of shit they make. Um, slushies, coffees, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? All kind of different uh, mixtures that they have. You don't need no liquor. Yeah, I believe that to be true, man. And I'm going to say this, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Big Snoop Dogg because he said it. You know what I'm saying? If you put 100 people in a room and give them some weed, right. they going to be laughing and having fun. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? But you put four people in a room with a glass of alcohol or a bottle of alcohol, it's going to be some issues up yep. in there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's kind of cool, man. No tobacco, no alcohol here. You know what I'm saying? You're just going to have people with all weed, all fun. Yep. Yep. So that's 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 definitely cool. I want to ask Solomon. I said, I said, we know we know you um weed free, but have you anybody ever tried to influence you to blow, to smoke weed? Um, not specifically weed, but you know, I, I went to high school like everybody else, you know, went to inner city school, right? You know, had the same pressures, but um, I don't know. For me, it's it's 
it just hasn't really been something I had been interested in. Right. I think I sort of have this thing that I never want to be out of control of my own situation. Right. <laughs> so right. You never. That's how it. I am about liquor, yeah. though. That's yeah. how I'm ab- about liquor. You know, I sip. Yeah. But it kind of make you feel like you, you Not know, right? But, you know, I I think just looking at this bill, I feel like it's a little bit short sighted. Right. And, and I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to sort of say, okay, we're we're broadening this out. We're allowing more people to do this. But what event? realistically would you have weed but not alcohol like let's say for instance we have a we have a wedding podcast that comes through right right right. and they talk about having a cannabis station at the wedding right that's separate from the alcohol station right so if you're a caterer you're going to be catering events i mean alcohol is pretty much a staple at most events of anybody over 21 i just don't see how they could do that where you can have cannabis but not alcohol it's sort of like i get strip clubs where they say you know topless you know, right. uh, with alcohol, you know, full nude, no alcohol, because they feel people get out of control. Get out of control, but, right, right. Yeah, but this is this is not that. And I think mm-hmm. I think you're probably going to see an amendment to this when, you know, maybe some of the caterers who do weddings and stuff say, well, you know, we'd love to have both. You know what I mean? It's a private event. Yeah, I can see that perspective. Yeah, especially, yeah, for weddings and, and stuff like that, because some people don't consume, you know, but th- this will be strictly for um, weed events. Uh-huh. Like, like the, the Orange County... County Cannabis Awards, they um had liquor, you know? But if it, it's like, all right, yeah, that one, but it's like, correct me if I'm wrong too, Kushstock didn't have no liquor. Yeah, Kushstock never had liquor. And it's a whole abundance of people yep. with different I vending, different foods or whatever it may be. I don't think it was no liquor. liquor yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 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 I, like we've been to a couple of events. As far as like the little the little weed thing, little cannabis celebration or whatever it may High be. High times, Kush stop. Yeah, and it's Orange like it County. wasn't it wasn't no liquor there. It was it, it wasn't no beer. Well, Orange anything, County, so. it was though. But yeah, the other two, High Times and Kush mm-hmm. I don't remember no um no alcohol, especially Kush no alcohol. A so lot it, of times that could be too the fact they didn't want to get the license or it was too much trouble. It could be a that's lot true. Of yeah, days. that's true too. Yep, yep. But it's 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 always something different and, and something changing in this industry. Whether it's um, good for the consumer, bad for the consumer, good for the dispensaries, good for the, bad for them, good for the growers, or bad for the growers. It's always something that's ever changing. You know what I mean in this industry. But I think I think um, to federally legalize it and to decriminalize it, I think it's a good thing, and I think. It's some it's some catches to it that we probably not seeing right now, but overall I think it's you know it's a good thing just from the aspect of um, people convicted of um, having cannabis or whatever with cannabis and being locked up or being on probation or just even taking it forward like we talked about before. Just imagine a youngster, you know, maybe going to a party or something, or mm-hmm. you know. Probably trying weed for the first time. Got some weed from the spot. Got some weed from his friend. Gave him some weed or some shit. He walking down the street, gonna go meet up with his homies to go to a party or something. And he get pulled over by the police, you know, for whatever for whatever reason. Now they they bust him. Now they take him to jail for for that. Now his life, as far as uh, maneuvering in certain kind of ways, is fucked up. He probably can't get a scholarship for 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 school no more. You know, if that was something that he was trying to do, he can't get financial aid. He got to jump through hurdles to get financial aid. Hmm. So that's the part that really affects me because it's a lot of situations like that with people that, you know, 
just get caught up in fucked up situations just because of who they are, you know, and it, it shouldn't um, it shouldn't be like that. And a lot of that just just mess people's lives up and it, it discourages people in life because, you know, coming from where we come from, you know, a lot of people that I know so many people that will be like, man, I've been to jail. I can't get no job. I've been to jail. I can't do this. And in my mind, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? But it's a lot of people that have that mindset mm -hmm. because they don't see no other option out there. So I just I just hope it get better on all fronts, though, for, um, for, for everybody that has been affected by it. And I hope a lot of these people that's in charge of all this shit really, you know, take a look and, and just kind of get it right mm -hmm. and understand they still can get paid and get what the fuck they want and just get it right for the people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can agree with that one. I can dig that one. <laughs> 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 nah, but I um... <laughs> Uh, where you at, Turbo? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was looking at me, he was looking at me like this, like, like, nigga, keep talking, nigga. Oh, man. No, nah, I'm back, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 man. It's all good. <laughs> we almost there. <laughs> I think it's the cannabis. <laughs> oh, nah, but what was the bill about? <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Nah, it was just a stoner moment. <laughs> you serious though? You serious though? You want to? You serious? Though? You want to know what the bill was about? This way, it's with the cannabis control, right? <laughs> the cannabis, the cannabis, <laughs> nigga, crazy. The cannabis, you high as a motherfucker, man. High, cause we blew like a, a like almost a blunt, probably about a blunt before we came upstairs and, and sipping on the juice. But look, you'll be all right. The bit, the the um, the bill is the uh, assembly bill twenty eight forty four, cannabis catering like businesses. Um, they have, yeah. You just had to just remind me. Man. All right, for got, sure. I just got lost a little bit, lost in the sauce. Huh. No, but it's like with that catering stuff. It's like, yeah, that is cool. You know what I'm saying? Me being like a a, a, a heavy weed smoker. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like these events. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit is like fun. You know what I'm saying? So if that's like cool and it's like it's getting more access to it, it's like this is it, it's more functions for stoners to get out there. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of places where you can go out. It's like, even though it's like we got it on a little legal tip, it's like it's still certain areas you go to. It's like you spark up. Some people still look at you like upside your head. Really? You know what I'm saying? But like how you was just looking at me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's like. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, man. No, nah, no, but that's, but that's like cool, though, because it's like. Like stoners, you know what I'm saying? It's like it, the the Kush stock, shout out to them, the Orange County Cannabis Cup, shout out to them, the High Times and all that. Shout out to all the little cannabis things like sure, that. Most but definitely. it's like those are really like some of the like major times to where like stoners are all different kinds, just like really get together. 
You know what I'm saying? Meet, greet, have fun, high fives, this, that, and the other. Yep. See different products and everything else. You know what I'm saying? So if this is like being like like giving access to more around a year, man, I'm I'm super digging that right there. For sure. For and sure. that's not me being lost neither. You know what I'm saying? Right. That one right there yeah. is like like legit. That shit is a really yeah. good cool. You know what I'm saying? For the weed consumer. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and you found you found your way back to the road <laughs> <laughs> on the real. You found your way back though. <laughs> Well, look, though, man, we want to thank y'all for tuning in with the Best Way to Smoke podcast. I'm Big J. It's Serpo Jr. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, and tell a friend. Most definitely. Best way.